Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in your world, and um, I just hope everything is is fine with you. Um, I so I don't really have much I want to talk about today. Sometimes I, because I'm reading a lot of scripture these days because of the Bible program I'm on, I want to resist the urge to then be musing on what I have been reading because I think that that will defeat the purpose of this podcast because God has always made it a place where it's the musings that we, we, we record it's not you know it's not teachings neither is it preachings so it's I sometimes there are verses that come to me and then you know I want to share them I want to reflect on it but sometimes there are no specific verses it's just a collection of thoughts so I think today is one of those collection of thoughts days and I have to resist the urge not to then you know go researching into scripture to look for a verse that speaks to the moment but I'm sensing that that's not what I should be doing today because sometimes when I actually do these free flow things God actually allows brings out some very profound things that are really really useful to me and to others that then eventually listen afterwards that God brings to listen so I'm having a real Jesus moment honestly I'm having a fantastic Jesus moment and it's I don't know how to explain this but and and you know sometimes in my podcast I say I repeat things over and over and if you're someone who listens all the time you would say oh oh, you've said this before but I think it's because it's uh, but there are people who would not have heard it before but, but it's because I am repeating what is you know keeps coming back to me and the fact that it keeps coming back for me says two things it's either it's very it's something that is very important for God you know for me to get a grasp of that God keeps staring up in my spirit for this moment which is why I find myself even I mean I like I hear myself repeating something I've said often so th- this tells me this is really important because my spirit keeps on bubbling it up to my for my mind to pay attention to so I I'm having a Jesus moment in that I have been through a period where really challenged my faith with God and everything and God took me to a point where I very in fact very eventually I was able to get to a point where I took my eyes off the problem and put my eyes on Jesus and I think this is one thing that we are not really taught well in charismatic faith circles where when they teach you that, okay, when you pray, believe that you receive and you shall have. And then we're then told to be thanking God for that thing. And then, you know, just go on as if, you know. Because I think what I what God has taught me, what I have learned from him in these past two years is that. What you should actually do is take your focus away from that situation or rather let me just talk about what god led me to do let me not talk about let me not talk about it as if it's a principle but what god led me to do was a situation whereby i accepted that okay this is my physical circumstance and i have prayed to god or i am praying to god that he should change it but what i need right now is for god to give me wisdom on how to go through so i would always seek him for wisdom every day on how to handle that situation how to respond what should i say what should i do so that God would give to me day by day. He, would, he may not give me, you know, a template of what to do 
for three months or whatever but i knew what to do every day and i would always call upon him because he had made me realize that he owed that to me you know the bible says jesus said sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof so i would always demand that wisdom for the day and you can see i have a, a recording about that wisdom for today which is one of the, our early episodes in the year 2020 and it's i think the most popular episode till today wisdom for today so the most downloaded so that one you know i have carried this on with me so throughout that period i was always and this was like over two years i would always ask god when i'm at a you know i just don't know what to do i'll be like god just tell me what i give me the wisdom for today and he would always answer so i learned how to go through you know so the situation was still there not changing necessarily but god was giving me the wisdom of how to manage it how to go through it fine that was going on but then my emotions god now helped me to shift my emotions towards loving him which i think it was the main thing because my emotions had become so trapped in the despair around that situation that i then became i i I succumbed to you know I succumbed to depression. Let me just say it out there and not try to be political about it. I so I so I succumbed to the spirit of heaviness. I became that person who would wake up and just be sad, as in the day hasn't even started and we are just sad. And I found it difficult to engage with things in in the world, you know, because I was just I was just I was just I, I was drowning under this really heavy weight. The Bible says that weights and sins are the things that hold us back. For me, my problem was not sin in the last two years. It was weights, serious, heavy weights that were weighing me down. So God had to take me through a process where I moved my focus away from him. I mean, from the problems and my situation to him. It was a very slow process because this I had never learned how to do before. I felt when you are in faith what i used to do before was when you are believing god for something your emotions i i, I never worried i still kept my emotions invested in in that process you know but i didn't realize that you need to detach your emotions from it and what that means is that it's not even and it's not like the cliche kind of faith that i had been doing but it's a situation whereby you now rest your emotions in the sovereignty of god in his supremacy so you are happy because god is god not because god has done this for you so you you just remove your emotions from that whole space of oh god there's this prayer i have you haven't yet done this this is still happening why is this happening to me your emotions and now it's like he, he taught me how to dig up those emotions it's like when you take a plant, those of those of you or, 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 or who are gardeners, I don't say I can't say those of us because I'm not a gardener, I, I'm not a green finger person. But if you're a green finger person who loves gardening, you know how it is when you take a plant, you actually carefully remove the roots, you take it, a sapling or whatever, or even a tree in some cases, and then you take it to another place, you dig a soil and then you implant it there. And that process has to be done very carefully and it may take some time before you can then implant it even to to make sure it's it's thriving in the place that you have then put it in a lot of effort has to go there thank you holy spirit for that a lot of effort has to go into that so that's exactly what he had to do for me we had to first carefully carefully because the roots the roots of my emotions had really gone deep in the wrong place so we had to 
In fact, Holy Spirit, I'm just realizing that that's why, why it took so long. So we had to go deep, deep, deep inside and then try and carefully, you know, the roots had become tributaries. My emotions, oh Lord, they had gone deep into the wrong place. So with a lot of care, we had to, without damaging the tree, because he needed those emotions to, he didn't want those emotions to die, because if they do, then that also kills a substantial part of who I am, and my ability to even be useful in that situation would have been completely destroyed. So he needed to preserve those emotions intact, but he needed to take them away from that place of sorrow and transplant them into the place of joy, righteousness, peace, hope, and joy in Christ. So that took two years. It took two years. But towards the end of last year, I finally started getting it that, okay, so this is how faith works. It's not really that, you know, it's not that you are being blind. Because I think the way we practice that whole word of faith thing, and that's probably us misunderstanding it, we would almost be like denying that physical condition and then have some sort of in fact it was just so messed up but the way god just led me to it right now is you don't deny the physical situation it's there and whatever you need to manage it you continue to manage it in other words if it's medical intervention you do that with wisdom you also pray you have your faith you whatever wisdom physical thing you need to do natural schedule time based thing that you need to do to keep that situation going god will give you the wisdom to do it. things you need to do physically things you need to do spiritually things you need to do emotionally you god will keep give you that wisdom and that's a personal thing nobody can really tell you it's the holy spirit the word of god you and god god will work it out for you fine but then your emotions on a daily basis this is and this is a cheat i, I honestly i kid you not if you can find a place in god to hide your emotions on that it will keep you and somehow that transmits into faith because then you are carrying on your life in christ even though you have this thing that you're managing it may be in your body it may be in your life i don't know but i'm just sharing this is what really this is how god works with me in this situation and i know if it's in your physical body that may also add a different layer of challenge because then you have the symptoms that you're dealing with but like i said what I, because I also, I mean, to some extent, I had a bit of that also last year. And what God helped me also do was, He gave me, He just helped me through the days. But in all of those periods, what He was teaching me how to do was how to transplant and keep my emotions vested in Him. So my place of joy was that, thank God, God is on the throne. He has not been dethroned. He's never going to be dethroned. He's still the king of heaven. So I started resting my emotions, my love, my faith in those things that can are not changeable. In other words, God is God. He's, so I didn't, I removed my emotions from that whole, but you know, unanswered prayer thing that was going on in my life. But I also realized that I needed to be able to do things, function. So the things I needed to do physically on earth, I would also ask God for wisdom and grace to get to go through that schedule and he really supplied it. But on a day-to-day underlying basis, my joy was I, I plugged into that whole God is eternal thing. So so they were running as two separate tracks, even though one was feeding the other. But what I I, I I I I was laying the foundation that the foundation of my heart and my life will be in God, and whether or not He answers this prayer, 
or this the situation changes in fact i had gotten to the point that i was ready to live with that situation for as long as it would take so long as i could retain my joy and my peace in christ And I brought Jesus in. God led me in. I brought him in into every aspect of the situation. Those involving me, those involving others. As much as light, as much as I could. And God made the opportunity and he showed me. We brought, me, God, God brought himself into the situation. We both brought him. He enabled us. In fact, we, let's just say God brought himself into the conversation. I give him the glory. Let me not take it. I can't take it. He brought himself into the conversation. He actually did really because I played a very minimal role in it. I didn't even know. By the time he got into the situation, I was like, I started seeing evidence of his being there because I had no part in it to my knowledge. At least I, well, I had no part in it. Let me just look. Get out of the way, shall I? I had no part in it. By the time I started hearing the evidence that God was in it, I, I actually was doubting that. Am I sure this is really God? Maybe, you know. But apparently it proved out that it was him because later I started hearing words coming forth that was confirming what I myself had heard. And I started seeing things that was showing that it looks like God is really doing something here. Eventually, God, you know, did the, the you know, really showed himself in such a way that it became clear to all of us who were involved in the situation that we had experienced a divine intervention from the Lord and we gave him the glory for it. And it's not as if, I mean, the situation. We've experienced a miracle there's still a, a whole lot more ahead of us but for me it's immaterial because whether it's rain whether it's sunshine whether it is springtime or harvest jesus is on the throne and what i'm trying to say what i've been trying to say in all of this is that even when i look at what's going on in the world in russia and ukraine and all that with russia and ukraine and all the even in my own home country a lot of conflicts Lack, you know, things are just upside down. A lot of chaos and people just being vulnerable, nobody really caring. I just realized that ultimately, at the end of the day, our life, my life is hidden in Christ with God, and that it's better I just hide myself in Him. Because you run to this place and you say, Oh, this is where it's safe, and you run there. Then trouble comes and meets you there. You go to another place and say, Okay, let me do this, and okay, this is the safest place. Trouble too can also meet you there. So at the end of the day, let me hide myself in God. Since I, even if I solve this problem, another one can come tomorrow. That may even be greater, may be more multifaceted. In fact, that was what even happened in this my own case. While we were, just before God, you know, gave us the physical manifestation that we've been looking for, although he had showed up spiritually long before that. And that's the thing. When you invite God into a situation, if he comes in immediately spiritually, but the physical manifestation may take time and i think these are the things that we may not have been well taught depending on the situation the context the spiritual manifestation takes time may take time i mean the physical manifestation but god comes in immediately thank you jesus for that that's exactly what happened when daniel prayed you know concerning israel i think this was in daniel 9 when the angel eventually came up he said from the day that you set your heart to seek the face of god we heard you but that the prince of persia withstood me for 21 days i mean withstood me so i had to call for help for michael the archangel he came and i left him there with the prince of persia and i have now come to give you this message well he said from the day you set your heart daniel had set himself to do a 21 day prayer from the first day god had heard that prayer and i'm beginning to realize that as well so I think another thing we have so that's that gap between 
spiritual um, spiritual intervention, God coming in, and physical manifestation, it will differ for all of us. But it doesn't mean that God has not shown up. It's not for us to. But what, what I like, in fact, I think the one thing I've learned, which I am taking with me for the rest of my life and until all eternity, is that God owes us a wisdom for every day. So that I, I, I grab it, I take it. I'm learning, I have learned, and I am still learning to ask him for that wisdom for the day. Because at the end of the day, tomorrow, none of us have tomorrow. You know, it's not in our hands. And that's why Jesus was telling people, he said, look, you, you'll be planning tomorrow, you'll do this, you'll do that. I said, how do you know? The day we are sure of is today, because that is what is upon us. That is the day we have received. So, what I should be asking for, that's why God also said, you should pray for your daily bread. So, for today, God, give me the sustenance that I need. Give me the food for my soul. Give me the food for my heart. The wisdom for the challenges that I face. For this crisis that I am in, what do I do? Comfort my heart. Give me the joy and the peace. Give me the understanding. Help me to be able to help myself and help others. Send help to me. Send helpers. Make your way straight before me. Let me know what you would have me do. Give me the courage to say that which I need to say. Give me the strength to do that which I need to do. Uphold me. Let me walk on your wings. My feet are weary. Carry me, Lord. I cannot walk by myself. I need you to show me the way. Let your word shine as a light. Let it show me where I need to go. Let it show me where I need to stay away from. Guide me. Be my legs. Be my eyes. Be my hands. Be my feet. Move into my soul. Hold me. Protect me. Guide me. Strengthen me. Lift me up, Lord. Shine over me. Let me not stumble. Walk with me. Walk ahead of me. Carry me. Show me. Keep me, Lord. Hide me. Strengthen me. Lift me up. Uphold me. And deliver me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'll just leave it there because the Lord has spoken. May his name be glorified in our lives now and forever. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen.